Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Hey, who remembers the time we uh, legalized cannabis? Remember that? That was fun. That was, well, that was like two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago, um, Wednesday. Uh, and it, it really quickly faded from, from the headlines, didn't it? There, there was just so much hysteria around day one, and then we all just kind of moved on. Obviously, though, since legalization, there, there's still an ongoing adjustment to this new reality in, in the marketplace, figuring everything out. You know, as an example, here in Calgary, there were only two stores that were open selling retail cannabis on October 17th. Uh, there's been more that have opened since. Although stores are facing, to varying degrees, uh, supply shortages. And maybe some of the demand was uh, even underestimated uh, in the early days. So there's been a struggle to keep up on all of that. Uh, part of the concern, too, is that you've got now medicinal cannabis patients who are saying that because of all of these shortages, that it's, it's trickling down and it's impacting them, which they say is unfair since they're not using it for recreational purposes. They're using it for medicinal purposes. It would be like anybody else whose prescription medication just suddenly isn't available. Uh, also, what's happened uh, of significance, too, in, in recent days is that Mexico's uh, Supreme Court has struck down that country's prohibition on cannabis. So almost uh, virtually overnight in Mexico, cannabis is now legal. And so you've got the U.S. sandwiched in between and obviously a number of U.S. states where cannabis is now legal, uh, including the biggest state, California. So that might put some additional pressure uh, on the Americans. One other aspect that hasn't really been explored here in Canada is the homegrown issue. Obviously, during the legalization debate, there was a lot of concern raised about homegrown marijuana. Do we really want people with their own legalized grow ops? What about if you're growing a vast number of plants, uh, everything that comes along with that, uh, all the material needed, the moisture that might generate, and are we creating structural or, or health problems in homes? The federal government had proposed a limit of four plants, no more than a meter high. Provinces had the flexibility to regulate, maybe have a lower limit. There were some provinces, Manitoba and Quebec, I believe, that wanted to ban homegrown altogether. So there's still some fight around that. But I think for, for people who are concerned about the delays or the waits or the supply shortages at retail stores, or maybe even concerned about the price at retail stores, that homegrown may seem like a pretty attractive option. You can get the seeds for, for relatively cheap. You don't have to worry about lining up at the store. You don't have to worry about what the price is going to be. You can grow your own. Here's the problem, though. As it stands right now, you can't. Legally, you can. The law allows people to grow cannabis at home. But the law also stipulates that the seeds that spawn that cannabis must be purchased through legal and legitimate channels. Now, you could probably, I guess, if, if, you know, if you're plugged into what's been going on even before legalization, there are places you can go to get seeds. There was one activist, Dana Larson, that was doing the Overgrow Canada tour who was basically going around the country giving away seeds. Got him into some trouble here in Calgary, mind you. But as it stands right now, if you want to go and buy seeds from a legal outlet, well, you can't. At least not yet. Joining us to talk a bit more about uh, this side 
of it and some of the other adjustments the marketplace is going through since uh, October 17th. Very pleased to welcome to the program uh, Deepak Anand. He is uh, Vice President of Business Development and Government Relations with Cannabis Compliance Incorporated. Deepak, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. First of all, just kind of in a broader sense, uh, what's your sense of the adjustment we've been going through uh, over the last couple of weeks and in terms of it making sure that the people know where to go, making sure that there's supply available? Yeah, I mean, I think that what's uh, very evident uh, is that some provinces, uh, such as New Brunswick, that uh, got a very early handle on legalization are the ones that are uh, much better equipped to handle this than some of the provinces that, that may have not gotten an early handle, such as uh, Quebec and, and Ontario to a great extent. So, uh, you know, that's certainly one of the things that we're seeing coming out now is, uh, you know, some of these provinces that either developed good legislation or negotiated some good contracts are the ones that currently have product and supply uh, and have sort of a, a well-functioning system versus others that don't. Let's talk about the issue of growing cannabis at home. And this was a a real bone of contention for some provinces during the legalization debate. Uh, The federal government had proposed allowing up to four plants uh, grown at home. Some provinces wanted that to be zero. What did we end up settling on in the end? Yeah, so again, it's it's a it's a bit of a patchwork of regulations. Some provinces, uh, you know, are allowing up to four plants. Others have said uh, zero, such as uh, Quebec and Manitoba. So, uh, uh, and there's you know conversations around whether that's. Uh, you know, going to stand sort of the tar- charter challenge and the test of the charter, uh, but that will have to be determined by the courts. But nonetheless, that that is what the legislation uh, currently is, and it's and it's different based on different different provinces. And I think some people have looked at at this as as an attractive option, uh, given maybe uh, delays you might be running into in in stores or uh, shortages in supply, maybe even on on the cost side. That uh, growing at home is is a lot simpler in a lot of ways. But at the moment, it's it's problematic, isn't it? Uh, absolutely, yeah, it's problematic in the sense that it, it is completely legal, but there is no starting material available for um, the general public, which is, when I say starting material, it's seeds or clones. That simply uh, isn't available in any province or territory at the moment. Or at least authorized sources are not available. That's correct. Yes, yeah. So there's a, there's plenty of product available, obviously, in the black market, uh, and there certainly is product available through authorized sources for medical cannabis patients that want to grow at home, but there currently isn't for recreational cannabis users. So even though it's it's legal to have plants at home, that if you obtain the seeds from somewhere other than an authorized source, the plant wouldn't really technically be legal then, would it? That's correct. Yes, yeah. So if you've you've purchased your uh, uh, your your seeds or clones illegally, anything that you're flowering or producing from there uh, would be considered an illegal plant. So in order to to be legal, you would have to have purchased it from a provincially or territorially authorized distributor. So why why don't we have seeds commercially available yet? Well, it's almost like the conversation, why don't why does Quebec not have enough stock and why are they having to shut down stores and limit them to three days a week? And I think it, the answer goes back to uh, general preparedness. I think the provinces and territories were overwhelmed. Uh, certain provinces and territories were certainly overwhelmed. Uh, you know, just uh, getting a handle on dried cannabis, pre-roll joints and oils, which were the three main forms of product that were going to be sold on day one, uh, that they didn't get into sort of this, uh, this 
feeds conversation as well as the clones conversation. And uh, and the challenge is, uh, you know, at least with clones is, uh, you know, it's challenging carrying life plants and, and kind of selling life plants. It's not something that provincial governments have done, but certainly on the feed side, I mean, this is something that they should have factored in. Uh, the, the federal government certainly factored this in when they were developing legislation because they allow for federally licensed producers to, to sell these seeds and clones to uh, provincially authorized distributors like the LCBO or the OCS uh, and the AGLC, etc. Um, so, you know, there's certainly a degree of preparedness that, that simply wasn't there on behalf of provincial governments, and that's what we're seeing. Uh, you know, we've really seen no province or territory currently carry this product. Yeah. How long do you think it's going to take to sort all this out? Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, I expect it to take anywhere from, uh, I would say, you know, three to four months. Uh, you know, some provinces have said they're going to be carrying it by December. Uh, but I certainly expect it to take that time frame uh, before we'll start to see products become available. It's interesting, too. In the meantime, it seems as though medicinal users uh, are, are kind of getting caught up in all of this, that, that up until October 17th, obviously, medicinal users uh, have their own uh, way of obtaining all of this, and, and they were kind of the exclusive uh, purchasers of, of legal cannabis, as it were. Uh, now that recreational cannabis is legalized and we're seeing these strains on, on supply and demand, what, what impact is that having on medicinal users? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, certainly product availability has been a concern for medical patients. I think that uh, there's a number of licensed producers that currently don't have stock, uh, at least don't have stock to serve the needs of medical cannabis patients. But I mean, uh, you know, I think what's being reported so far has been that some, uh, you know, a lot of the producers don't have stock, whereas that's not that's not the case. I mean, a large number of uh, licensed producers actually do have stock uh, today. So, um uh, you know, there's certainly an issue, but uh, but I would say it was it isn't as massive as uh, maybe what's being portrayed in the media recently. Yeah, I, I mean, as, uh, going back to to the outset, I mean, it's a, was a lot of this expected? We we knew that there would be some adjustment period after October 17th. Is is this kind of in keeping with what what everybody expected? Um, yes, absolutely. I mean, very early on, we said there was going to be a supply crunch in Canada, and I think what you're seeing is, uh, you, you know, is some of this, uh, the, this demand meeting supply issue. And I think that as we get more producers online, we will see more, more supply. Uh, and as a result, we'll, we'll see more uh, sort of, you know, product being sold. All right. Well, Deepak, appreciate your insight on this much more at CannabisCompliance.inc.com. Thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. There you go, Deepak Anand, uh, as mentioned, uh, Cannabis Compliance Incorporated. So some interesting thoughts from him. Now, I had a text here from someone who says seeds were never illegal, which my understanding is it's kind of a gray area. I mean, Mark Emery, the so-called Prince of Pot, uh, he sold seeds for years in Canada, never had any problem, even uh, filed his tax return and declared income from the selling of seeds. Obviously, uh, selling them to the U.S. got him in some trouble and... He was arrested in Canada, extradited, and served some years in, in U.S. prison. Dana Larson, we mentioned him, activist, um, Overgrow Canada was his tour. He was giving away seeds in numerous cities, got arrested for it in Calgary. Uh, those charges were dismissed, but the argument wasn't that giving away seeds is legal. The argument was that it took too long for the case to go through the court system. So I don't know. Again, it's all a moot point now because we've legalized. Uh, seeds are legal. Growing at home is legal. But in terms of the authorized retail outlets, they don't yet have seeds. It's just like cannabis is legal. Cannabis itself, 
But if you buy it from somebody who's selling it out of their home, I suppose technically then that's, that's still illegal. So it'll get sorted out in the meantime. But I think there are a lot of people who saw that as, as an attractive option. It's going to be cheaper for me to grow it at home. I don't have to worry about whether the, the store in my town has, has any in stock. I'll just look after myself. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.